0: Now, the reason I'm all over the shop today is um, I just didn't sleep, did not sleep, fretting about this, fretting about that. When I did get to sleep, I had the most horrendous nightmares last night about, about someone being very mean to swans. Oh, it was just awful, absolutely awful. And you know when you tell somebody and they say, oh, what was your nightmare about? And you tell them in the cold light of day and you tell them with a little bit of a half giggle, don't you, because it sounds so utterly ridiculous. Um, but and we'll, we'll do this on one week on the, on the sleep series. Dreams and nightmares. It's bizarre because you, your brain has experienced the reality of whatever you're dreaming or having a nightmare about. And so to you, that's real when you wake up. And if it's a nightmare, it's deep-seated fear. That's what I woke up with this morning. Hence, I'm, I'm a bit, um, bit odd. Today, Uh, We're starting our sleep series ironically today Um, and if you have woken up feeling unrested or neck ache, back ache, well today we're going to be focusing on pillows. How much attention do you or have you historically paid to what you put your head on? at night Um, because pillows of course have two main uses for us at night they support our necks uh, but to ensure a comfortable night's sleep they've got to be the right ones changing them uh, not changing them enough can result in a really bad night's sleep so let's get our expert on Sammy Margot the good sleep expert joins us now Sammy welcome to the program good morning to you how are you feeling today I'm feeling fabulous because I had a great night's sleep I bet you always do being a sleep expert
1: No, you don't. I mean, all of us are subject to having a bad night's sleep. We spend a third of our lives asleep and two thirds of us are struggling to get a good night's sleep. And to be fair, Saturday night is one of the hardest nights to get to sleep because most of you have been out, been drinking and you're a little bit out of routine. So... Not everyone's getting a good night's sleep. Mm. And, of course,
0: not having a a straight-through night's sleep, having broken or restless sleep. My goodness, it really affects the next day, doesn't it, as far as... Well, I'm feeling it today, lack of concentration, usual on Sunday. Um, You have a bit of a headache. I mean, you're kind of discombobulated if you don't sleep through.
1: Yeah, apart from feeling discombobulated, it can also have long-term consequences. And may range from weight gain, a, a deterioration in your performance, memory loss, bad moods, and your skin just doesn't look great. So the odd night here or there, that's quite normal, Mm. particularly for women around this kind of perimenopause age group. But if it's continuous, it can have long-term consequences. Uh, Well, let's get on to um, pillows. Now, um, I I don't know, I guess an awful lot of people
0: will not realise the importance of the pillow.
1: Yes, I think it's interesting. Not a lot of people realize that a pillow can either make or break your sleep. It's one of the important things that you have to think about. And as a physio and a sleep expert, I spend many, many, many hours talking to people with neck pain because they've slept in a bad position or back pain because they have slept in a bad position. So getting the pillow of your dreams (laughs) is very, very important. Is there an optimum thickness and this, that, and the other, or is everybody different? It's interesting. I've just designed a range that's based on three key questions that your listeners have to ask themselves. The first one is, well, I'm asking you this, Molly, and your listeners, what position do you sleep in? Uh, Recovery. Okay. so, So normally patients or clients say front, back, or side okay 75 percent sleep on our side and you call it the recovery position because you're very well versed in this department (laughs) but so it's front back or side so most people sleep on their side so that's the first question the next question is how big are you are you broad are you small medium or large molly
0: um oh well
1: (laughs) what what shall i say i'd like to say small so you're a side sleeper who's petite-ish. Um, so your needs to support your head and neck in the right position are going to be very different to a big, broad bloke mm. who's a lot wider. He's going to need two to three pillows, whereas you might need one or one and a half plump pillows to support you. And then the final question is, what's your personal preference? So some of us, is it, is it firm or soft or somewhere in the middle? What do you prefer? Somewhere
0: in the middle. Which one? Somewhere in the middle, probably, to firm.
1: Somewhere in the middle. So Molly is a petite side sleeper who prefers somewhere in the middle kind of pillow. So your requirements are going to be very different to someone who, for example, sleeps on their back or sleeps on their front. So when you're buying a pillow, don't go into the shop and just squidge the pillow about. Mm. Think to yourself, what is my body shape like? What position do I sleep in? And think about buying your pillow differently, differently. Um, mm instead of just buying the one that feels the nicest, because that doesn't always work for you.
0: What's the what's the best filling to have in a pillow?
1: It does depend. Many people are allergic, so allergic people, even people who are mildly allergic, they might get a bit, bit of sniffles in the morning, it's better to buy a, a microfiber fill, so a not a natural fill. Feather and Down are the most luxurious and sumptuous, but people that have got asthma or allergies don't like them, and bed bugs like to live in them quite nicely. The thing with the um, the non-natural ones, the artificial ones, is you can put them in the washing machine mm. and wash them more frequently. How often? Uh, how often should they we do just that? Don't last as long.
0: How often should we be, be, be giving them a good wash?
1: So my suggestion is once every quarter, once every three months, put your pillow in the washing machine Mm. if it is machine washable but for many of you who buy pillows like the ones that you get in the high street retailer those ones are really designed to be changed quite often so you need to be thinking about changing them somewhere in the region of once every six months once a year get a fresh set of pillows they're they're not too expensive however the more expensive feather down or down and feather ones need to be changed less Often, some of those can last you for two to three years you have to do something called the broken pillow test to see whether your pillow is still working oh what's that then so basically what you do is you take your pillow shake the contents all around fold the pillow in half and place a shoe or a trainer on top of the pillow if the pillow springs out your pillow is still working and still supporting you if your pillow stays squashed down it's time to get a new pillow because the fill is not really supportive it's lost its Lost its oomph. It lost its spring back. Oh, I like that. Tiny pillow.
0: If it podoings your slipper across the room, I'll try that when I get home. <laughs> Have a go at that one, yes. If it is broken, if there's people listening now, uh, myself included, sleeping on these broken pillows, um, what other, what sort of the p- potential detriment then? Maybe we're not noticing it at night, yes. but
1: it's interesting that you say that because many people start off sleeping and are quite comfortable, mm. but let's say. Halfway through the night, they're in that position, and the pillow's being squished down, and the consequences are, for example, if you're a side sleeper, that your neck might be being bent over to one side. And I often say to people, sleep is just another posture. So just like standing you don't want to stand bent over to one side and just like sitting you want to sit nice and upright. When you're sleeping you want to make sure that your head is supported in what we call the midline position so not kinked over to one side a bit like when you're on the phone talking to your friends and not kinked over to the other side so you want to ensure that your spine and your neck is in the midline position.
0: Hmm. Fascinating advice from you and I'm sure we've only just scratched the surface. Um for people to find out,
1: also for people to find out more info. Do you have a website? Yeah, so do you I, have I, like a sleep I, blog? I've got a website called thegoodsleepexpert.com. Right. And it's densely packed with lots of advice about sleeping positions and pillows <laughs> and lots of ideas for those of you that are struggling to get a good night's sleep. As I said, pillows as far as I'm concerned, they should fit you like a glove. Mm. They're really important.
0: Mm, absolutely.
1: Um, thank you very much for your
0: time, um, Sammy. Really lovely to speak to you.
1: Nice to chat to you. Have a great day. You
0: too. All right, we'll talk again. Thanks, Sammy. Bye. Uh, Sammy Margot, there, the good sleep expert. Has that given you food for thought? I'm going to try the slipper test tonight, see if my slipper pedoings across the uh, the bedroom when you fold your pillow in half, very interesting uh, any ideas for us to do next week on our sleep series please do get in touch 0345 900 if there's something in the bedroom that keeps you awake at night, we'll tackle it for you